I V M. Hello, 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 folks, and welcome to yet another episode of Simplified. I'm here with my two friends, Naren and the Squeaky Chair. <laughs> hello, Squeaky Chair. Yeah. Uh, how have things been with you? Well, it's good. Fun times. Uh, we are working on a very exciting thing in our factory, and all my time is being consumed by that. Naren is an industrial mogul, by the way. In case you guys don't know, <laughs> not so much a mogul actually. I run a small little garage outfit where we make odds and ends. So one of the things that we are planning to make is a gas turbine which will generate electricity and. uh deliver clean water as well so it's it's very very initial so i'm i've teamed up because i'm cool the last time i created anything uh, the last time i created gas turbine was when i was giving my mba in marketing <laughs> uh, he says he makes nuts and bolts for a living but folks the last time the sensex crash narain was away on holiday draw your own conclusions if you will yeah that was probably my wife she stopped shopping for a while and suddenly the market sir you had some pretty interesting experiences in your factory though oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, actually not so much uh, not so much work related but there was this time it's it's my my claim to immortality right so einstein is immortal because he discovered the theory of relativity and uh, gravitational waves yeah, we spoke about we spoke about gravitational waves and stendulkar is immortal because you know he did whatever he did so my claim to immortality is this i actually had to file an affidavit which said that narendra shanoy and mr narendra shanoy are the same person <laughs> yes absolutely true <laughs> so what happened was i was importing some uh, furniture and uh, it so happened that i wasn't in town and the furniture came and the customs uh, the i don't i'm not sure whether it's the customs or the port authorities someone said that it's addressed to mr narendra shanoy but your ic court says narendra shanoy so we need an affidavit to say that both are the same people that is- and i wasn't in town so i had to pay you know demerage but by the time i got back and done it was more than a week or 10 days or whatever and they made me pay uh, money for that yeah. so what exactly did they question the mr part Hmm. I, I, it's, it's a mystery, but you know, I was really. Oh, so I mean, what else could honored? It be? Yeah. What that, else could it be? Like <laughs> doctor? I, I actually filed an affidavit. I'm so proud of this. Fantastic. I, mean, yeah. I heard of an I heard of an artist in the UK that hmm. actually incorporated herself as a company. It was like a bit of satire to show. Um, so we keep talking about think of corporations as people, and because of that, they get away with a lot of. Um, tax benefits or whatever the case may be so here's one artist who actually incorporated herself as a company so she's actually mm. saying this is true she actually said so our board meetings are just me <laughs> so you know i have the treasurer the md the ceo and everybody in the board room which is basically me <laughs> so i move from one meeting to the other which is basically just conversations with me is hilarious <laughs> anyway uh, let's get on with the show we have a bit for you today narin yes can you guess what the biggest e-commerce day in the world is black friday uh no uh okay the day that flipkart and amazon give you the 25% whatever off on uh no 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 mm-hmm. that was oh yes i remember that was mm-hmm. when flipkart snapdeal and amazon mm-hmm. all advertised on the same uh, page on no, they, they may have set a record for the toi sales team but uh, again no no man you got me I, what could it be okay so this is a day in china called singles day wow 
So, it's like not cricket based. Right? No, no, it's not cricket based at yeah. all. That's that's the one thing that we are better at, uh, better than China at. So, uh, uh, yeah, it had to be China. I mean, uh, or whatever. It has to be. Okay, so yeah. this is fascinating. Okay, it's a day where people celebrate being single. Wow. Okay, uh, so there are apparently uh, many such people, Narendra. <laughs> many such people in uh, China. Singles Day last year raked in fourteen point three billion dollars for Alibaba. Wow. Okay, uh, that's uh, up from nine point three billion the previous year. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know how much Amazon made on Black Friday. They didn't reveal the sales, but I'm guessing it's way, 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 way less. Their entire revenue for two thousand fifteen was just over hundred billion. So fourteen point three was just in a day. Yeah, just in a day for one website. So I'm wow. guessing, I mean, for all wow. everything else combined. So it wasn't always a shopping fest day. Okay, yeah. it started off in a Chinese university called Nanjiang, or how you mm. pronounce that. Mm. Uh, in uh, it started in '93 to celebrate singlehood. Okay, mm. there are many stories around why uh, singlehood. Uh, apparently, there was. Uh, uh one theory goes where a dorm student's girlfriend died of cancer and all the students came together to sort of uh, uh make him feel better and stuff like that and that day has been celebrated so there are a few myths that go around but in any case the uh, fascinating theory is because it's always celebrated on 11th of november and you know 1111 so that's you know singles yeah. single singles day okay. by the way uh, john oliver had a fantastic sketch where he mocked uh, singles day and he said if you really wanted to cele- celebrate what single people actually single men actually do you should have the number 4 because because that represents what uh, single <laughs> men are more likely to do i'm not going to get more graphics okay. this is a family podcast okay, okay. Uh, so now it was singles day and was celebrated for a long time in a uh, small measure and in 2011 it assumed another dimension altogether because it was 11 11 level uh, 11 11 11 so there was shopping offers galore and it's just grown year on year so it is actually one the biggest uh and it's at a time when china's numbers are overtaking everybody else in the world in terms of internet and people who use wechat and things like that. fascinating and i i'm i'm also told that they're suffering the pangs of uh, you know the uh, pangs of riches so they they like all of a sudden they have a disposable income and they, and they have, don't know what to do with yeah, it yeah they all kind of aspirations right they need to they need a house to live in in the good old days it wasn't like that you could live stay with your parents you could stay in your village yeah and, here also yeah. St- weird stories coming out of uh, mm. china china is a weird country uh and it's in trouble it's, it's in, in trouble, trouble. Right now, and yeah. uh, so i was talking to someone an economist friend and you he have says economist friends <laughs> wait <laughs> yeah. economists have friends <laughs> <laughs> you have friends okay now mate yeah this this reminds me of uh, one incident from yes prime minister where uh, there's you know one of the episodes there's a russian run on the pound and jim hacker is uh, livid so he says why didn't sir humphrey uh, tell me about it because he's the home, he's a cabinet secretary so bernard woolley tells him that you know i don't think humphrey understands economist he read the classics you know So what about Sir Frank? He's an economist. Yeah, he's an economist. That's why he didn't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> For future reference, no episode yeah. of Simplified is going to be complete without uh, either yeah. Woodhousian or Woodhouse quote or a Yes Prime Minister quote from Narendra. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you were telling us something about an economist friend of yours. What he told you? About yeah, China. so he says you should go down, go short on the yuan if you can do that, the Chinese currency. So I said how? So he expects it to fall by. Thirty percent at least for the next two months. Wow! So next two that's months. That's a that's a prediction. Let's see if it if it pans that happens. Out. All right. Mm. So we're going to take a little break right now. When we come back, we are going to explore uh, a fairly interesting type of currency called Bitcoin. Uh, see you on the other side. Stay tuned.
and we are back. If you guys are still with us, if you are not comatose, uh, let's get right into the main topic this time: Bitcoin. Narin, nobody understands Bitcoin. Join no. the gang. Yes. Yeah. How do you? I mean, when I say Bitcoin, what do you what do you think? I mean, what are you able to comprehend? I don't know. I mean, I know it's it's not little pieces of uh, you know a, a piece of metal. It's I know that it's some newfangled internet currency, but yeah. I have absolutely no clue how it works. And I think I don't think anybody actually understands how it works fully. You know, like there are some words that. People just keep using so many times that, uh, and they all pretend like they know the word, but in but actually nobody actually knows what it actually yeah. it actually means. Like paradigm, yeah, like no paradigm. Word. Nobody yeah, knows yeah. what paradigm yeah. means. I keep using it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it reminds me of Dilbert cartoon where a consultant comes and sits down and he says we need to change the paradigm. So Dilbert <laughs> asks him what is a paradigm? You know, a paradigm is like um, 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 a paradigm. <laughs> Shakespeare was like that. Woodhouse uh, makes a reference. Uh, there's there's the famous Hamlet speech to be or not yeah, to be yeah. there is one line which says who would fardels bear so apparently Woodhouse according to Woodhouse Richard Burbage asked uh uh, Shakespeare, what is Fardel? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just say it quickly and no one. So you say Bitcoin very quickly and no one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this word is actually a little bit. Uh, so Bitcoin is actually a little bit like that. I mean, yeah. Nobody I, I know what you mean. I unfortunately have many friends from the financial domain who have to hang hang around with uh, once in a while. Alas, I mean, you you can't get out of these things, and they tell me that. Uh, things like Bitcoin is going to be a game changer. A game changer. Another. Yeah, <laughs> yeah another <laughs> one of those. So when I ask them exactly what Bitcoin is, they look like an engineering college student being asked a technical question doing an MBA interview. Can it I happened to me once. Yeah, yeah. One. Yeah. So uh, in those days, I. Uh, By the way, as uh, you guys yeah. can imagine, uh, staying mm. on topic for us is yeah, yeah, a yeah, very, very difficult task. Yeah, we are really securing it. Anyway, they they asked me a really uh, complicated question on st structural mechanics, and I, you know, I was like a born MBA, right? So I decided to. Bullshit. And the guy who was sitting across, he was something, some guy who did structural mechanics for a living day. And so he really dismantled me at that time. Very embarrassing. Yeah. But did, you get, did you get through? Yeah, surprising. That's what's I think, yeah. The, see, the see, fact that I attempted to bullshit. Yeah, yeah. See, like, so that's uh, what's, see, rated, yeah. for, N, for MBA, what's hmm. more important than theoretical knowledge is actually your ability to bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Why companies hire MBAs is to understand other MBAs. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think that's what he was testing you on, not yeah. whether you actually knew the yeah. Darcy Wishback yeah. equation or whatever shit that was. Why do I remember that? Anyway, <laughs> so, um, see, I, I totally understand this whole. Yeah, we, we need right? to get back to Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah we need to. We yeah. need to. We need to get back to Bitcoin. Just mm. another thing about. Uh, M, uh, just another thing about MBAs. Okay, mm. see, like MBAs don't speak like regular people. Like while taking the selfie, for instance, a normal a normal person would just say, "Chal yar ek selfie le." Hmm. And an MBA would say, <clears throat> apropos a meeting, I'd like to table a non-contractual obligation whose executive summary can be summed up as follows. I propose a pictorial remembrance of her being in each other's locus by means of a digital still image. The said image can be affected using a cellular phone, which should be readily accessible by either party. In whereas the image capturing mechanism, popularly called camera, located on the anterior side of the cellular device be used and the resultant image moved to a commonly accessible cloud storage wherein any party with adequate permission will be allowed to view it and leave a positive or negative remark there by aiding social validation. 
wow, <laughs> you've been hanging around with lawyers too long. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I'm just let, making up for my commas. Let's, let's not forget, Narin, both of us are MBAs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually, yeah. I mean, oh, uh, someone told me you shouldn't confess that easily. I never confess. Never Don't con- tell okay. anyone. I think now we should get back to Bitcoin. Yeah, I think yeah. it's been a while. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I need to, before we start about Bitcoin, I need to ask you a very fundamental question. Mm, what is life? No, no, no. Not that mm. fundamental. Mm. Uh, what is currency? Uh, you know, what is, okay, currency versus money. Uh, okay, currency and money are both things that I don't have enough of at the moment. Fair enough. Yeah, Apart no. from that, currency is something which I physically have in my hand, and money is something in the bank. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's hmm. pretty much it. So, currency is like a system of money. So, rupees, hmm. dollars, even those rubbish coins that you earned in Farmville. Secret. Rupees and dollars. Okay. Rupees and dollars. Yeah. Okay, people have their vices. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, all these are examples of currencies. They are tangible. Some hmm. are even physical. It's calculable. It's finite. Okay. Uh, on uh, the other hand, what about money? Yeah, money is more like a concept. Hmm. You're getting a little philosophical, I'm afraid. <laughs> Okay, see, money is more like a concept. We see when we progressed from. So initially, we had barter, hmm. right? Like you wanted wheat, I have a cow. I have to give up my cow in order to get the wheat, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we progressed from the barter system to the monetary system, where the notion of value is exchanged initially hmm. on pieces of paper. Hmm. So money has value because we think there is value we in it. Agree, there is a value. Yeah. 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 Uh, otherwise, that piece of paper is as worthless as a Kingfisher hmm. airline stock document right now. It might have worth if it's printed on soft and absorbent paper. <laughs> so we should really be asking how much currency we have. I I actually guess so. I mean, hmm. uh, it makes more sense than asking how much money do you have. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, so Bitcoin is just an other currency like the rupee or dollar. The difference here is it's a virtual currency. Oh. Uh, yeah, of course, one could argue that looking at the way the rupee is these days, that's almost <laughs> virtual by itself. But this is actually virtual. Mm-hmm. It's a decentralized currency. Decentralized means it's not from the other. No, 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 no. Mm. <laughs> so, see, regular currencies like rupee, dollar, and all that are regulated. They're printed by a central bank. Like mm. we have the RBI India, the Fed in the US. So this has these uh, systems have many inherent flaws. There's a lot of power in a few hands, which could affect the lives of millions. Mm. Like when hyperinflation happened in Germany, in Zimbabwe. Secondly, uh, there are relatively large transactional costs. Like mm. if I send a money to you, if I send money to you through NEFT, I have to pay 5.73 rupees every time. Mm. Okay. And if I buy something on Amazon.com in rupees, uh, there's a certain conversion fee that happens and stuff like that, which, to- okay. which works out to be quite a bit. Mm. Paper money is also fairly inefficient. Uh, it's prone to fraud. It Fake can notes. be lost yeah. and things like that. And uh, too much of it in Mukesh Ambani's hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah correct. Mm. Uh, pillows, mattresses, all that. Uh, <laughs> see, uh, that might not be is something the Mukesh Ambani thing is something that Bitcoin might not be able to solve but sure there are there are many others mm-hmm. see Bitcoin has no taxes it doesn't have large transaction fees it can't be stolen it can't be frozen mm-hmm. that sounds great I mean why aren't we all doing Bitcoin then see there are a lot of disadvantages with Bitcoin okay but before we jump into advantages versus disadvantages I think we should look at how it works I think that's what we need to uh, get yeah. the bottom of over here let's let's take an example okay now suppose now how do you use Bitcoin to do this you need to download a wallet application a Bitcoin wallet application, either on your mobile phone or on your computer. Okay. Now, once you do this, you are given what is called a public key. Okay. Okay. Key, which is basically a function of your device address. Okay. Now, suppose I have downloaded an app like the Bitcoin wallet.
it, for example, on my phone, yeah. I first have to buy Bitcoin. Hmm. Now I can do that through any uh, any of these apps. And currently, the value of one Bitcoin is four forty six US dollars as of uh, today, and that's wow. approximately thirty k. Yeah, it's, that's actually hmm. that's actually quite a lot. Hmm. So, like, imagine if Scrooge McDuck was swimming in Bitcoins, his pool would be considerably smaller. <laughs> in any case, hmm. I buy this Bitcoin, and suppose I want to transfer half of it to you, right? Point hmm. five Bitcoin, I want to transfer it to you. I get what is called now a private key for this transaction. So there's a public key and now there's a private key. And now the public and private key, like together, mm-hmm. their powers combine like Captain Planet and they combine <laughs> to make what is called a signature. So there's a really a lot of terms. Yeah, and we're just scratching the surface. So there's a public key, there's a private key. Together right. they come together during a transaction to make a signature. Hmm. Okay, and with the signature, your transaction has been virtually signed and it's added to a public ledger called the blockchain. Hmm. And the last ledger to create so much discussion online was Heath. Out. Sorry. <laughs> Terrible. Sorry, job. I know. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. everyone can see these transactions. Alright. If you go if you just Google in Bitcoin transactions, you'll find websites where there are thousands of them happening at the same time. Hmm. Even though your name is not actually out there, they can't trace it back to you. Hmm. Okay, these transactions are verified by certain individuals who are part of the network, and ten minutes later, voila, you receive the 0.5 Bitcoin that I've sent you in your wallet. What about the? That's a very nice of these people, but I mean, why would they do it? Yeah, why? so they don't do it for free, actually, hmm. uh, and that's where the other side of Bitcoin comes in. Now, this is where the more complicated side of Bitcoin actually comes in. If you keep it to the level which I've told you right now, that's that's great. That's all I need to know in order to use Bitcoin. Hmm. Now, the complicated side of Bitcoin, the other side of Bitcoin comes in. And this is what is called mining. Hmm. Okay, It costs a freaking lot of money in order to do that. Hmm. Uh, once, So what happens is, I so my 0.5 Bitcoin transaction to you is called a transaction. Hmm. A set of these transactions together is called a block. Hmm. Okay, What these miners do, these people who verify, they have to take this block run it through a series of complicated computer programs in hmm. order for it to be verified. Once it's verified, they are rewarded with 25 bitcoins. Mm-hmm. And if we keep the same value that I said a while back, that's equivalent of almost 7.5 lakh Indian rupees. Wow. How do I sign up for this, man? No, actually, it's not actually that easy. There's a lot of computing power that's needed to actually mine in order to do this verification process. I have two computers at home. I have a laptop, a desktop. I have a OnePlus. Uh, we might actually need a little bit more. More than that? Yeah, a little more than that. Let me explain. Hmm. The verification process, which is called mining, is so competitive that you need really, really high-end equipment in order to do the verification fast before others. It's actually competitive. So the quicker you are, the quicker you're able to verify the transactions and hence you get the 25 bitcoins as the uh, as the reward or someone pips you to it it's gone it's gone it's gone so one study actually showed that just in order to break even mm-hmm. okay uh, bit, the bitcoin value at that time was 597 dollars you needed a capital expense of 700 million dollars uh, wow. yeah because they use very sophisticated computers and mm-hmm. then the operational expense is uh, is a totally different ball game altogether which is mainly electricity because you have all these high end computers sucking in a lot of juice and that's another 88 million dollars wow. okay that's 88 million dollars of electricity and the problem Problem is, this is not a one-time investment. You need to keep upgrading your capex. The uh, the computers you have to keep buying new uh, new ones all the time. So at the end of it all, it's a very very expensive process, and more and more people are dropping out of it because they are unable to cope up with the pressure and the investment involved. <laughs> like these kids studying for the IIT, yeah. <laughs> more or less. Yeah. Mm. See, so fascinatingly, the production of Bitcoin is capped at twenty one million. Okay, like sometime mm. in the future, two uh, twenty one forty or something like that. So twenty one million 
is the maximum number of bitcoins that ever can be produced. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those asymptotic. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those asymptotic things. Exactly. Yeah. Poison distribution or something, something of that sort. I don't understand these things. Uh, so its production is actually being halved every year. So what happens is when a miner uh, verifies a block, he gets twenty-five bitcoins hmm. this year. Last year he used to get fifty. Next year he'll get twelve point five, okay. and so on. It gets. So it what happens is it keeps getting harder and harder in order to make every bitcoin. Hence, mining each bitcoin becomes uh, more and more expensive. So that's how the entire process actually happened. But if you listening are just worried about how to use Bitcoin, you obviously don't need to worry about that. Of course, if you want to make money out of Bitcoin, that's when you need to start worrying and save up a lot. So, um, Naren, um, why is Bitcoin not more widely used? Any guesses? The local chaiwala won't de- sort of accept payment in Bitcoin. Yeah. So that's one of the primary reasons. It's, it's a sort of chicken and egg situation because more vendors are going to come online only if more people start using Bitcoin. More people start using Bitcoin only if they see most avenues suspended and that's okay. really sort of chicken and, chicken and egg situation right now. See, the other there are many other reasons actually. Wallets can be lost. Okay, hmm. digital uh, the Bitcoin wallets can actually be lost. If your hard disk or your phone gets corrupted, hmm. all the Bitcoins that you've stored on it are lost forever. Yeah, you can't back it up to the cloud and things like that. A man actually lost 7.5 million in Bitcoin when he accidentally threw out his hard disk drive. Wow, It was worth just some $25 when he first bought it and he forgot about it, he threw it out and then news Uh came that uh, the Bitcoin is peaked and then he went, he actually went to the garbage yard to (laughs) sort of dig it out. Yeah. But you can't back it to the cloud, is it? So the problem is Bitcoin uh, wallets are dependent on a private key which is dependent on your system. Okay. Now some apps allow you to create a backup which you definitely should so that's one of the key problems with Bitcoin Uh, the other problem with Bitcoin as you might have uh, realized from the values that I've been giving out Hmm. uh, Bitcoin values fluctuate wildly like the quality of a Rangopal Verma movie (laughs) right it's like in 2011 it was $10 and then it crashed to $1 Hmm. and then it went to $600 last year and right now it's like Hmm. 450-ish it's not exactly what you should invest in if you're a heart patient is there any buyer protection? Uh, no, there isn't actually. Once a transaction is done, it's done. There is no reversing that. There's no okay. reversal or anything that can happen. Okay. And the other problem, which is slightly more economic-ish in nature, you can use this to show off to your economic mm. friends. Uh, because of the 21 million Bitcoin cap, it's got deflation inherently built in. Correct. So it rewards early adopters. So if you are someone, for example, who bought a Bitcoin for $10 or $1 back in the day, it's not going to crash back to those levels again. So it's a huge deterrent for anybody to buy the currency later on, especially when it's convertible back to dollars, right? Yeah. Bitcoin might make li- very little sense apart from some novelty value really and punting on long-term valuation, which is which is, which is really uh, unlikely to happen beyond a point. And, and the complication. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think that's the biggest uh, disadvantage, man. It's just freaking complicated. I mean, just think at the end of listening to this podcast and all these disadvantages, most people, my guess is, won't mind the RBI and the way they're handling the rupee. They're saying, okay, dude, like if the alternative is this, then I might as well just pay RBI that 5.7 bucks every time I want to conduct a transaction. This is, yeah. just think of it as a convenience fee, the way I pay book my show or uh, clear trip or something like that. All this is just uh, way too complicated. But, uh, uh, you know, but as a concept, I think it's nice. They want to decentralize. They want the internet to own the currency and things like that. But uh, I don't think we uh, need it, really. 
it, it it has a shady reputation to yeah, because yeah, of yeah. the yeah so that's the, so that's the yeah. other problem with bitcoin yeah. because whenever it comes in the news it's always for the wrong reasons yeah. if i if i want to draw an index of shadiness bitcoin <laughs> would come a little above subrata roy and a little below tushar kapoor's choice of movies <laughs> okay it was the payment system for the dark underbelly of the internet silk road the yeah. website that sold drugs online yeah. which led to a huge uh, mm-hmm. um, you know hue and cry and recently very recently a hospital's computer networks in the US was held hostage by hackers who demanded the ransom in bitcoin that's just okay? terrible yeah, yeah so with headlines like this um, you, you i mean it's not a surprise that is public perception isn't exactly though great. of course uh, you know it's not the fault of the technology right? yeah yeah it's yeah. a fault yeah you yeah, can guns don't really kill yeah, people it's a, it's people a fault of the people, people. Yeah, yeah yeah it's uh, yeah that's like saying you know guns by themselves aren't uh, yeah. guns don't kill people people do yeah. but see some perceptions are still going to stick but despite that some large retailers have started accepting bitcoin as a mode of payment um, including surprisingly enough microsoft mm-hmm. uh, dell mm-hmm. uh, a couple of online electronic retailers in the us called newegg and tiger direct some airlines also and very recently a dutch outlet of burger king started accepting them in, wow. uh, interestingly enough mm-hmm. so i look to see if any indian companies accept bitcoin obviously much much fewer uh, mostly in the financial space mm-hmm. and uh, if anyone's interested you can actually check out a list which is on this website called unocoin.com that's unocoin.com uh, interestingly enough several websites actually allow in both in india and the us uh, and uh, several other countries allow you to purchase gift cards for sites like amazon and flipkart so there's now say amazon started accepting bitcoin which is actually not true uh, what all that runs is there's another website that allows you to buy gift cards uh with bitcoin which you can then use on amazon and oh by the way another thing uh, after visa and mastercard shut down donations to wikileaks uh, people were still able to donate using contribute using bitcoin so i'm guessing you won't be rushing to purchase bitcoin anytime no, soon no it's it, it's it's too complicated uh and uh, while i conceptually think it's a good idea i don't see the current money system as broken enough you know that's that's my fundamental thing uh, i don't think the way money operates right now is broken yeah the way people handle it sure that's that's a little screwed up but i don't think the way money is handled right now is broken enough to warrant an entire overhaul uh yeah i mean you had germany and zimbabwe but apart from that the world isn't really f- facing a crisis in terms of managing money centralization i think has more advantages than the bitcoin website i mean the bitcoin website if you go there say oh centralization is like uh, criminal you know, yeah. is absolutely criminal and yeah, it yeah. has to go it's a very outdated uh, yeah, i really don't think so and i think majority of the people in the world would uh, agree with me on that So thanks so much for that lowdown of Bitcoin chat. We'll be right back after this little break. See you on the other side. Yep. You can listen to Cyrus says from our apps on iOS, Android or our website cyrussays.in. You can also listen to services like iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud or your favorite podcasting softwares. It's cyrussays.in. So back to our favorite section. the etymology is it yeah since when was it our favorite section anyway <laughs> after bitcoin <laughs> anything is favorite section <laughs> bitcoin Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, so what we are going to do uh, in this section is both of us are going to take one word and one place every week, and we are going to basically get to the uh, root of them. Hence, the word for the, the title right. of the section: roots. So, okay. What's your word for today? Okay, my word for today is one of my favorite words: onomatopoeia. Wow. Yeah, I just love the way it sounds. It's a fantastic word to impress the ladies with. I have to tell you. Okay. You so should make a song on that. Onomatopoeia. It has a nice rhythm. Yeah, it has a yeah. nice rhythm. Yeah, and yeah. that's exactly. Uh, it's sort of like what it means. So, Onomatopoeia is actually a word resembling the source, mm-hmm. right? like meow, oink, bam, okay. and all that, right? Uh, for such a 
cool word though. It's got a very boring backstory. Mm-hmm. It's basically Greek. The same word onomatopoeia is mm-hmm. Greek for making or creating names. Oh, yeah. It's often used in comic books and of course in advertising. A lot of jingles mm-hmm. rely on you know ting ting yeah. ting. For example, I yeah. guess it's a sort of uh, onomatopoeia. Uh, there was actually a DC comics character called Onomatopoeia who just oh, spoke wow. in this voice. Yeah, that's a pretty cool piece of trivia. So yeah, okay. that's my word for the yeah. week. Uh, what's yours? Well, uh, you know, I was, uh, this happened uh, recently and uh, I, I, I read a lot of Alice in Wonderland when, when I was a kid. So a lot of that stuff stuck in my head and we were discussing something and uh, Mrs. Sem, Mrs. said something like long time or something like that. And I remembered this poem uh, called Jabberwocky and the words go, Long time the manxum foe he sought and something, something, something. And in the end, he says, the old man is telling his son. It's a nonsense poem, okay? He says, and hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. Oh, frabjous day, kalu, kale. He chartled in his joy. So wow, wow. chartled was the word. It's, it's a, you know, it's a combination of chuckled, and snorted. So you, mm. you, you know, I've done it a lot of times. You, you don't want to laugh, but then <laughs> you go snort, yeah, yeah, snorting yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So weirdly sounds like the name of a central suburb. <laughs> yeah. So that Jabberwocky is a terrific poem. So just Google it, read the poem. Nice. There's a lot Damn of nice. nonsense and definitely worth checking. A lot of words like this, including chartle. Okay. okay. Uh, and now we'll move to the two places. Do you want to start this time? Well, uh, my place for uh, today is New York, which was formerly known. Uh, you're going to, you know, you're going to be surprised. It used to be called New Amsterdam, hmm. uh, okay. and before that, I don't know. It was called whatever the Native Americans called it. Mm-hmm. And then for a while, so actually the Dutch, Dutch uh, set up a set up a trading post there, and they called it New Amsterdam. And then the British came and they booted them out, and they decided to name it after the Duke of York. So they mm. called it New York. And then the Dutch came right back, and uh, they decided to call it New Orange. <laughs> the British <laughs> said, "You got to kidding me, man! Get the hell out of here!" And they started calling it New York back. And the Dutch by that time realized that New Orange was too shitty a name to call a city like that. So they said, okay, let's go with New York. So that's the origin. Uh, and does this, so does this have anything to do with the Big Apple oranges? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know why it's called it's a Big Apple. apple. That's something. Yeah. An, uh, apples uh, and oranges. Apples and oranges yeah. comparison. Yeah. Just wanted to use that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So my place for today is uh, Calcutta. For no specific mm. reason, really. Mm. Uh, so, uh, the re- the uh, origin of the word uh, Kolkata, rather, mm. is uh, long back there were three villages where the current city is, and one of which was just called Kolikata. Okay. Right? And that, and hence, uh, hence that became Kolkata and later was anglicized to Calcutta. Mm. Now, Kolikata itself has many o- possible origins. There's a Beng- It's the Bengali version for field of the goddess Kali. Hmm. It's the Bengali version for flat hmm. land because Calcutta is flat, I, I guess. Hmm. Or it, uh, it's a, uh, so there used to be a lot of quicklime that was created, uh, that was made in that area, so, hmm. which was called Koli Chun hmm. and Kata called Koir was hmm. the Bengali word for Koir. So Koli Chun Kata. So maybe a mix of that and of course later on. One more was, actually I've heard is uh, this Brit guy goes and he sees a guy guy go you know with a load of firewood on his head and this guy asks him oh hey jagakunam ka hai and that guy is, he thinks he doesn't know what the hell this guy is talking about so he thinks when did you cut this he says kolkata so <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But I'll send them to yours. Um, uh, so the this a Dutch district mm-hmm. or state or whatever that thing is called called Z E E L A N D. Okay, and that was what makes New Zealand mm-hmm. new. Okay. No, that was the original Zealand. Okay. Because whenever there's a new, there needs to be a old one. Uh, cool. So that's it for the roots. Uh, we'll be back. After a very short break, for uh, and I'll go, I'm going to tell you about a nice article I read recently. Stay tuned. Yep, and we are finally here for the last section of this uh, rather Bitcoiny podcast. Travel. <laughs> um, okay, so Narin, I read this nice piece on this tech website called TechCrunch. Okay, it's about the Internet of Medicine, and as you you know me well by now, I have an inherent distrust of anything that starts with the phrase yes. in, "Internet of." Yeah. Right. Much uh, like I have a distrust of anything starting with MBA. <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Correct. So now the inter- the Internet of Medicine, okay, uh, IOM as it's called, is actually interesting. It could so uh, yeah you. might have guessed it's basically using the internet for various medical purposes mm-hmm. right you know it could actually transform the medical industry for example hospitals are increasingly putting data into the cloud rather than storing it on their computer they find this a lot cheaper mm-hmm. and more efficient and multiple people are also able to access it mm-hmm. uh, i remember last time i got an x-ray he actually never didn't take a print out he actually just stored it on the local drive and uh, accessed access right that is that is good less print outs mm-hmm. also possibly um, they are also using technology like rfid to manage patient flow doctors mm-hmm. and you know general supplies hmm. there are technologies like medical patches right uh, i think uh, l'oreal had in the ces this year they actually introduced a little patch that you put onto your skin that will tell you whether you're getting sunburned or not so wow. these are hmm. interesting use of technologies uh, I, the um, this uh, medical company called novartis hmm. they actually uh, they created this uh, contact lens for diabetes uh, diabetes uh, diabetics hmm. where you basically just put it into is a contact lens put it into your eye obviously hmm. and it's basically glucose detecting so you don't have to you know prick yourself every time uh, the data is transferred directly to your phone because it's iot connected but is it is it working because one thing i know because this is in in connection with another thing that i was working on for some time they really haven't been able to figure out reliable way of getting a blood sugar measure without piercing the skin So, well, like they said, they're just working on it. So it's probably not. Uh, it'll be revolutionary. It'll be revolutionary if, it, be does. Revolutionary if yeah. it just happened. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, basically, technologies like this, it, from a patient point of view, uh, you know, they get timely updates. And not only that, but because of this huge proliferation of health apps like calorie counters, running apps like Mikey Plus, uh, mm. I use Strava for running, for cycling. Uh, all these apps just basically keep. people more informed and healthy people uh, basically people know more about themselves than before so it doesn't come as a total shock when they go yeah. to the doctor or at least they know when to go to the doctor don't wait till it's too late and this so is like one that. of the reasons why longevity has increased dramatically yeah. of late is that the diagnostic abilities of uh, of you know of the medical field has increased tremendously yeah, so yeah. with the internet coming in and playing such an inter- uh, inherent yeah. part in medicine itself is just going to grow up there's also other things like telemedicine subscription based healthcare now that's interesting you pay a fixed fee every month and then you have doctors on call i remember there was a service in india i think it's called doctor on call which um, was a pretty good idea i don't it's not around anymore but i thought that was pretty interesting so this is a, uh, overall it's a pretty nice article and uh, yeah the i'll put up the link uh, for this in the description of this episode and uh, we are at the end of this episode good right, yeah. i learned a lot of things myself so thank you very much chuck no problem uh, i hope you guys did too and yeah stick around we'll be back next week with Uh, something else 
uh, some other confounding topic which we can uh, hopefully uh, of the same level of complexity yeah, or more yeah. as bitcoin yeah. yes all right bye 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 have a great week